Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So you mean to tell me CRAs can lose thousands of dollars if they... Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another video. Today we've got a viewer submitted question where this viewer had emailed into us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com, might I add. And they had a question about the amount of money CRAs can lose if they do not jump companies from year to year. So I had a few thoughts on this, but their main question was about the amount of money that can be lost if CRAs do not jump around from company to company. So I'm going to go in first about some of the other reasons, not just the money, why CRAs will jump from company to company. But first off, I want to say, if you're interested in a career in clinical research, you can email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com to have your resume reviewed. We have been doing a good number of those as well. So email us there if you'd like your resume review. We do a good job. You can see comments under some of our videos, and you can watch some of our videos on the resume review program if you're interested in being a part of it. So just had to put that in there. But back to the video. So some of the reasons why CRAs may jump not dealing with money is because of whenever you join a clinical uh, research study, there's a lot of training that happens in the beginning that you have to do the sponsor requires, especially as a CRA, but any position on the study before you can begin work on that study. So you got to read the protocol. You've got to uh, read the synopsis. You've got to read uh, investigator brochure. You've got to read all these different documents before you can begin on a study. Um, pretty much all the documents. And, you know, a lot, a lot of that time... Reading all that stuff is just, you know, chilling, sitting at home. You know, you get a good two months of break where it's just easy, relaxing, nine to five work, maybe less, uh, where you don't really have to do anything. You don't have to travel that much. Uh, you know, you're just in the beginning reading SOPs, work instructions, and reading the documents for the studies that you're going to be on. So that's a, a big reason why CRAs will jump from company to company because you get basically a free two months of work. I mean, a free two months of salary where you don't have to really work that hard. Um, another reason is you're working so hard at, at your previous company. I mean, they really work these CRAs really hard. They want more visits, more visits, more visits out of them. And like I said, you get a break when you leave companies and you oftentimes will get that first two to three months of relaxation period. So that's a couple of reasons why CRAs will leave, not just for the money. But when the money comes into play, that really sweetens the deal as to why a CRA could want to leave. So, you know, back in the heyday, I would say maybe like end of 2016, uh, 2016, 2015, CRAs were easily getting, you know, $10,000, $15,000 sign-on bonus. And these are CRA 1, CRA 2s, senior CRAs as well. But, you know, 
$10,000 sign-on bonus for a CRA 1 or CRA 2, and then up to $15,000, even up to $20,000 sign-on bonus for a senior CRA. So you imagine that. You do that a couple times, you know, that's $40,000, $50,000 if you do that a few times. Uh, that's just straight cash money. So, I mean, obviously you'll get some taxes out of that, but we're going to talk about w- without taxes because I'm not going to do the calculation there. But, you know, that's that's up to forty, fifty thousand dollars if we're talking about over a five to ten year period of you jumping every one to two years. So that's just the cash money, not to mention the salary increase. Uh, now when you typically stay at a company, they're gonna increase your salary anywhere from two to five percent based on your performance. So if you're in good standing doing everything you need to do need to do, they'll raise you five percent without if you don't negotiate. Um so that's just the standard 5%. doesn't really do much for you unless you get a promotion. Now, if you get a promotion, let's say CRA 1 to CRA 2, they'll raise you a little bit uh, of salary, not just the standard you know, 5% a year. They'll raise you a little bit past that. Hard to say how much. Each company's different. But I guarantee you it will not be as much as if you apply to another company and they raise you. For some reason in this industry, and across a lot of industries, people coming in new to a company get paid a lot more than the loyal people, the loyal soldiers that, uh, you know, stand firm and will, uh, you know, the loyal people at a company, basically, uh, the people that don't jump around. So, you know, those people don't get paid as well as the new people coming into a company. And it's unfortunate. That's how the game works. But you've got to be able to play the game. So... You've got that to think about. Then you've got the fact that you're getting better and better at your job, better and better at the systems at the company. So they're going to throw more and more work on you, typically. And, you know, that work is going to come with stress. And this is how CRAs eventually get tired. They get burnt out. You get good at your job, they're going to throw more and more stuff on you. You know, other CRAs are going to be leaving in the process. Uh, There's going to be a lot of turnover. So because you're so familiar with everything, you're going to be there to shoulder the load. And they're going to lean on you in those uh, tough times when there's a lot of turnover and you're going to get even more burnt out. So that's that's some of the other reasons besides money why people end up leaving. Um, And you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get tired of it. And who knows, you may even want to stop being a CRA for a while. So if you quit being a CRA, your salary is going to either stay the same or go down a little bit less if you go down to an in-house CRA. But I'm going to tell you where it's definitely going to go down less is even though a CRA salary, let's say a CRA is making $100,000 in salary. There are so many perks and benefits that, you know, they're really making like $125,000 in perks and benefits. Think about it. They do not pay for their rent. They do not pay for their internet service. So I've seen the, the bills for this, $70 a month for internet, 50 to 70 or 50 to $80 worth of internet. They pay premium internet for the CRAs. So you got to factor that in. Then think about you're being gone three to four times a week. These positions are 70 to 80% travel. And when you're on the road, that is money you do not have to spend. So you're living your life for free there. So your bills are going to go down because of that, because you're not going to be there a lot of the time. You're eating, the company's paying for your meals. You're putting less wear and tear in your car driving back and forth from the office. 
Um, you can Uber back and forth from the airport. So your car is getting, your miles are essentially getting cut in half and the depreciation is getting cut in half on your car too. There are just so many perks of being a CRA. And think about it, you work from home also. So you don't have to like go out to eat for lunch or anything like that. You eat your lunch at home. You just have a few groceries. And, you know, I know a lot of people also who there are other back end perks that they do, like they go grocery shopping because their company allows them to go grocery shopping and then they bring that food home with them. So they have free groceries for when they're not on the road as well, because these per diems can be pretty high. So there are a lot of perks. You make money in reverse in a lot of ways by not having to do things uh, from not being a CRA. So basically all that to say, um, you know, staying at one place to be a CRA can be a bad idea because of, you know, shouldering the load. You're not getting paid what you're worth and you're losing out on so many bonuses over the course of many, many years of not moving around. And then here's the last thing I want to talk about is the performance, uh, I guess, bonuses that a lot of companies have. A lot of companies will have performance incentives. They'll pay you a little bit of extra money if you do more visits. And that's because the company CROs make money when CRAs travel and monitor. That's what makes the money for the CRO. When a CRA is monitoring, that's what makes the money. So if, if you haven't noticed, a lot of times companies just leave the CRAs alone when they're not when they're monitoring. Think about how many passes CRAs get because they're on the road. They don't have to respond to emails quickly. They don't have to be on instant messenger. You know, a lot of things get passed. They barely have to upload documents to the TMF. That's why the TMF is always out of whack at the end of a study. So, um, you know, all that to say, when you're, a, when you're a CRA at one place, you could get burnt out more quickly because of these uh, incentives. If you're trying to do every visit, all these vis- extra visits, yeah, you might be making a little bit more money, but you're going to get burnt out even more quickly. So it's, it's sometimes best just to like kind of go as, at the pace and maybe you lose out on that money on the front end, but you're going to make it in a big way on the back end when you do jump. But hey, jumping is not for everybody, but one of the best things about being a CRA is the ability to work anywhere in the country. Um, you can work anywhere in the country and be a CRA. And, you know, once you get to that level, it's not really about, um, you know, working because you're a remote employee. You, it's not really about being close to an office or a hub because you can work from anywhere. So just wanted to answer this question about how much money. So I guess to put it all into summary, the amount of money you'd be missing out on not being able to jump is the big bonuses. So we'll say fifty to $60,000 or more, but at minimum, that's going to be it. Um, you know, over a 10-year period, about fifty to 60000 in bonuses. And then not to mention the big jumps you're going to get, um, you know, as you go from a CRA one all the way up to a, either CRA three or a senior CRA slash lead CRA, there's going to be big jumps you're going to get. Um, so eventually you'll get to the max about $130,000. You probably get there around year five or six. Um, you'll get there faster if you jump also. When you are an employee and at the same place, you have to deal with all the corporate bureaucracy especially if it's a larger CRO. You got to deal with the corporate bureaucracy. They can only promote so many people a year. They only have so much money to pay out in promotions. You have to deal with all of that crap. You have to deal with maybe your manager didn't put your promotion in on time. So you've got to wait an extra few months. There's so much crap that goes into 
uh, you know, the corporate America bureaucracy and people getting promotions and all that stuff. You know, I, it's happened to me before. It's happened to a lot of people I know before. The, the managers have a lot to do with it. So if you have an incompetent manager, they could mess up your money for a month or so. So that's why it's best when you're a CRA just to jump around, you know, every year or two years. You won't have to deal with any of that crap. Um, companies tend to roll out the red carpet for new people anyway and treat you the and treat you well. But so you're 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 definitely losing out on a lot by not jumping. But there are some perks to staying as well. Maybe we'll talk about that in a different video because this video is getting kind of long. But so I would say fifty thousand dollars just in bonuses. Then the salary increases over the years, you know, happening at a much faster rate, jumping around. Uh, we'll probably say another fifty thousand dollars in lost re- in lost revenue, um, you know, over the course of ten years. So maybe about a hundred thousand dollars in cash. You missing out, not jumping around, but depending on what you're able to do with that cash over the course of the time, let's say you invested in real estate or you invest it in the stock market, you know, that could be significantly more uh, than $100,000, significantly more than $100,000. Um, and especially if you couple that with the money you're already making as a CRA, it can be a lot of money that you're missing out on by not jumping, like a lot, a lot of money. So like I said earlier, it's not for everybody, but it can be of great benefit to those that do want to partake in it. And especially because the job market isn't going to be like this forever. The clinical research job market will not be hot. CRAs will not always be in high demand. They are one of the higher cost items uh, in clinical research. So sponsors want to figure out a way to mitigate that cost and they're looking for every way possible. So keep that in mind also. You want to you know, strike while the iron's hot and utilize this great job market uh, to the best of your ability while it's hot because it will not always be there. We know that. And who knows how it's going to react in a recession if the United States has a recession in the next few years. So you definitely want to make the most of it while you can. Um, so I think that's about it for this. So you're definitely missing out on a huge amount of money by not jumping around. Even if you're not a CRA, that's for other positions as well. But it's just this person is a CRA, so they asked about it. Um, but other positions as well can miss out on a lot of money by not moving around. For me, my saying is do not stay. And I'm on the clinical side as well. Do not stay at your company until you've reached the max salary for longer than two years. Two years is my max at one place. Because uh, the longer you stay, the more you're limiting your salary, and that money can pay huge dividends for you invested elsewhere. So, anyway, guys, I'm surprised this video went so long. Email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com for any questions you may have. You got more CRA questions, answer them. You can comment down below. As always, you want to be a part of the resume review program, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. You want any one-on-one coaching on how to get into clinical research? We got you. Email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. And put your questions, comments down below. Take care, guys.